What a great day. As you know, Pastor Patty is away. Patty and Jeff are on holidays this week. They're not with us. Uh, and so uh, pray for them as they uh, bring into discipline some of the um, rest that we're learning, some of the restoring my soul principles that we're learning. Just pray for them as they take some rest this week. You can open up the app if you want to follow along. Uh, you can uh, e Evangel Montreal app. You'll be able to find the notes for today's sermon and the, a, a link to a video. There's all kinds of stuff that's happening on the app. You can get it downloaded at um, Evangel Montreal at the App Store or the Play Store if you use an Android. The announcements are in there and scripture verses, all kinds of stuff. You can follow along there as well. We are starting a new series. We started it last week called Restoring My Soul. We're finished with the story after a year of going through the Bible. We're coming into now the next four or five weeks of just stopping and resting, stopping and understanding a little bit more about the Sabbath, the Sabbath principles, not just the day, the Sabbath, but the principles of Sabbath or the principles of rest. We all know about the Sabbath, the Sabbath and honoring the Sabbath and, uh, uh, you know, maintaining the the outline of putting a day aside for God, but often we don't always jump in and understand the principle of Sabbath and using that rest principle in our day-to-day -day life. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to push back a little bit on the busyness and the craziness of our lives, the insane uh, schedules that we seem to, to manage all the time, and we're going to push back on that, and we're going to start nurturing some stillness, we're going to start nurturing some rest, we're going to start understanding the Sabbath more so as a principle than the day of rest, but actually understanding the rest of God, not just the spiritual rest, but all of the other things that come with God and understanding the Sabbath. We have the spiritual, the mental, but also there are the nature and the presence of God as well, and understanding what it is to have God's presence in our lives. We all have our examples of setting aside a Sabbath. When I was a kid, we set aside the Sabbath all the time. Every Sunday was a day of rest, and my dad was very disciplined to keep us resting. There was four kids in the house, me, uh, two sisters, and my brother. So there's four of us, a lot of energy, a lot of fighting, a lot of stuff that needs to be uh, burned off on any given afternoon. And Sunday, there was this day of rest that would just about explode inside me because all of this energy had to get out somehow. But there was this principle and this understanding that you need to set a time aside to rest. When we were kids at the cottage on Sundays, we'd be dressed up in our, you know, our summer suits, so they were sh kind of short pants suits that we go to church in, and uh, rest meant that you, you don't play, you just lay low, you read your Sunday school lesson, you read the Bible, you, you have a nap, whatever, you just kind of set some time aside, and we are busting at the seams to get out into the river, to get out in the lake, to maybe take the boat out or something, and those kinds of things were considered not restful when I grew up. And so we didn't do those things. And so oftentimes in our little suit pants, we'd go out to the dock, and we'd stand on the dock, and there were four or five cottages in a row that were all owned by family members, so we had all these piles of cousins that were all there standing in their little short suits after church going, 
I want to get in the lake. And the only way that we could do that without breaking the Sabbath was to push each other in the river, right? So we just start throwing each in off the dock and go, hey, it wasn't my fault, right? So we all have our examples of, of honoring the Sabbath and setting the Sabbath apart. But what we fail to do is maintain the principles of the Sabbath in our day-to-day walk, taking time to rest in God, taking time for God's presence and God's nature to be a part of who we are in our day. We're busy. Our calendars are full. There's always something scheduled. There's always the next thing to do or the next place to go or the next person to see or the next job to get done. We are busy, busy people. And being busy like that oftentimes means that we don't necessarily take care of our soul. We don't necessarily take time to restore our soul. Because restoring our soul needs, means that we need to step back from the busyness of everything that's around us. And most of us can justify that we don't have enough time to step back. We need to find time. We need to restore our soul. Our soul is basically our mind, our emotions, and our will. That kind of makes up our soul. Our mind, our emotions, and our will. And our thoughts become unruly when we don't take care of our soul, when we don't step back and restore our soul. Our thoughts become unruly. And then our emotions are harder to control. And then our will determines that we must do more to make the situation better. So we begin to do more so that we can hopefully get our thoughts under control and our emotions under control. And when that doesn't happen, we do more again and again and again. And then our thoughts become even more unruly. Our emotions even harder to control. And our will determines that we need to do even more in order to maintain some kind of a balance. And the cycle just continues to repeat itself and repeat itself until when we look back all of a sudden we don't even recognize who we are and we are so far from the path that we believe that we should be on because we have not managed to restore our soul or taken time to restore our soul. Our thoughts, our emotions, and our will or our ability to do things oftentimes create the problem for us. Matthew says this, Jesus says this in Matthew, come to me all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I'm going to say that's probably most of us. Come to me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. So how do we do that? How do we rest in God? How do we discipline rest or discipline rest into our lives? How do we make that a pattern? Last week, Pastor Patty taught us uh, about our busy lives and about how we need to step back, and she gave us three simple principles just to, to be able to breathe, to stop, and take deep breaths, and, and, and pause from the busyness of the day to, to then read Scripture, have Scripture read over you, or, or pour into some Scripture, and then begin to ask God, how do, I rest, how do I get rest for my soul, and begin to listen to God as God gives us the answers. 
We can't let the Sabbath be a burden. It's really a gift. We don't want it to be legalism, and we don't want it to, to, to be that burden and, the, and that, that act of doing on the Sabbath. We want that Sabbath principle to be a gift of restoration for us. Breathe and read Scripture. Ask and listen. We have to take care of our soul. We have to take care of our mind, our emotions, and our will. It's important. It's important to keep them healthy. We have a video that we want you to watch today that kind of helps us understand a little bit more about our thoughts, about our heart, about our emotions, and about the act of doing. So let's watch this video today, and then we'll talk about it a bit after. just to um, give you some scripture to help you out with that. It's one of our favorite verses, and uh, it's in Psalm 139, and uh, it's verse 23 and 24. And for us, this, this verse just really means a lot because you can make this a prayer. Um, and it says this, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart, test my thoughts, point out anything in me that you find sad, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. I mean, that's a really great, that's a great prayer right Yeah, there. it's a very introspective passage that you can make into a prayer. So let's just kind of show them what it would be like to turn that into a prayer. So they can work it out. Just it. work it out right now. Yeah. As a skit. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. All right. Okay. She said, woo. I didn't know if it was... I thought there was a spider monkey out there. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, search me, O oh God, and know my. Search me, O oh God. What, what, Tommy? Tommy, you, you look a little constipated. What's going on? What's what's going on? I am not Tommy. You are. You're not Tommy. Who are you? Nay. Are, are you are you a horse? What, Nay. No. What? What, what? I'm God. You, oh, you're God. Yay. Oh, search me, oh God. Yeah, yeah, that's what God says, yay yeah, and nay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are you, okay, I'll go with it. What, what, what are you, okay, you, what, what are you doing, what are you doing now, God? I'm smiting people. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're smiting people? Yeah, smite. You know, smite. <laughs> you know, smite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Finished? Yeah. Yeah? Mm. All right. Did you get him? No, I spared him. You spared him? Yes. I wouldn't have. Okay. No, 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 come back, come back, come back, come back. Okay. But you know what? We have, we have skits where, you know, one of us plays God, you know, like God's chisel, that kind of stuff. Okay, so, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be Jesus. Well, we got skits like that, too. Okay, well, that's the two parts of the Trinity, so I don't know what you want me to do. There's, there's three parts of the Trinity. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. It's God and Jesus, that's no, it. No, yo. God in three persons, blessed, blessed Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was the three people singing it. No, no, that's, no, that's, that's a, that, that's a trio. That's oh. a trio. Oh, so yeah. the Trinity is like a trio of God. Yeah, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll be the Holy Ghost, yeah. all right? I'm okay. like Casper. I'm friendly, but I'm holy, all right? Yeah. <laughs> You can just call me H.G., all right? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll call you God, but it'll be implied that you're the Holy Spirit. You are that still, small voice. 
That's what that is. <laughs> I thought it was aliens. No. <laughs> Feels so much better. <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. So we'll just keep. Okay. Right. Search me, oh God. All righty. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? I thought you were. No, no I, I don't like to get fingerprints on this. Oh. Okay. What did you think I was I, doing? I, 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 I. So what? 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 What is this? Ah, uh, this is your heart right here. See that? Uh -huh. That's your heart. Uh -huh. And um, well, your heart has muck and guck on it. My heart has muck and guck. Yeah. Muck and guck. I, I mean, that's what I see right there. I see muck, guck, and oh, there's some yuck. Yeah, yeah. Your heart has muck, guck, and yuck, like a lifetime of, of bad choices covered with muck, guck, and yuck. Muck, guck, and yuck. Seriously, that's what the Holy Spirit's going to say, muck, guck, yuck? Seriously, muck, guck, yuck. Okay. You want serious? Sure. I'll give you serious. Your heart is a wellspring of life. You should guard it with all that you are because there is a great battle going on for the allegiance of your heart. And most times you're doing lukewarm at best. Yeah. Okay. Um, search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test my thoughts. There you go. What are these? Those are your thoughts. These are my thoughts? Yeah. Not my thoughts. Yeah, they no are. Way they're, these are my thoughts. Wow, wow. How did you get a hold of my thoughts? Hello. Right, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, this is something for me to peruse a little bit later, and I will do that, okay? This, the, let's just go through them right now. Go through my thoughts? Yeah. I, I don't want, no, no, not, not in front of all these people. I don't want to go through my thoughts in front of these people. Why not? Well, I mean, they're going to think what I think if they're thinking about my thoughts, and those are my thoughts that I'm thinking. If they're thinking my thoughts, I'm thinking, wow, those are my thoughts if they're thinking. That's a lot of thoughts to be thinking, you think? Fortunately, I'm the Holy Spirit, so I understand those groanings. <laughs> Look, let's just uh, start at the top. We'll just go through. Just trust me, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not bad. Um, mm -hmm. it, starting at the beginning, in the, in the A's, you have some anger issues. I don't have anger issues. You, you really I do. I don't. No. God. I don't have anger issues. Well, I mean, your parents would say okay, that. Okay, no. My parents come from a different generation. They don't get the world that we live in now, okay? So it's not anger, okay? It's appropriate frustration, but it's not anger, all right? Okay, all right, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, yeah, okay. okay. Um, how about uh, your friends? Your okay. friends say. Okay, my friends, my friends, I am the leader of my friends, and they come to me for advice, all right? And I give them advice, but they do not take my advice, and it makes me. It makes me a little angry, okay? It, it, it gives me this. Do you see that? Do you see that? It, it, it gives me that, okay? But, but I am the leader, and they don't listen. Do you know what it's like to be a leader of a lot of people, and they do not listen? Have you ever read the Bible? 
I'm just saying, okay, I'm just saying that, that I, I think my anger is in check, and sometimes that anger can be very, very healthy in a lot of different ways, okay? It's an emotion, all okay, right? Okay, okay, but the people that drive on the road with they're you... They're morons! They're complete idiots! They are morons! They should all go to... An island, a secluded island where there are no cars and far, far away from me. Wow, no anger problems here. Okay, all right. I, I, I have a hang-up, and I will work on this, all right? I will work on it, okay? But it's, it's, it's I, mean, but, well, I mean, does it really matter what I think? Oh, yeah. As you think, as you think in your heart, that's who you are. Listen, you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an action, you reap a habit. You sow a habit, you reap a lifestyle. And it all begins with your thoughts. But here's the deal, I can't erase everything in this book. I mean, it's my uh, past. I'm not asking you to erase it. I'm asking you to trust me with the story that I'm weaving through your life. It's called history for a reason. History, his story. Exactly. <sighs> okay, well that's good though. Search me on God, know my heart, test my thoughts. That's a lot, right? It's a great place to start, but I'd, I'd like to go deeper. Do we have to? We don't. We don't have to go deeper, and to be honest with you, most of my children don't even make it to this point. But I have great plans for you, and I don't want you to miss out on anything, so I hope you'll trust me. Okay. Um, search me, oh God. Know my heart. Test my thoughts. See if there's anything in me that makes you sad. <sighs> what could I possibly do that would make you that sad? <sighs> what you doing? I couldn't sleep, so I'm just, you know, I'm on the computer. Mm. What's her name? I don't know her name. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a she, you know. Well, it's obvious she's a she. Hey, um, um, <laughs> hey, um, th th uh, that, that was that, um, that, okay, um, she's your creation. I was just admiring your creation. You ever thought about looking at trees? You, you, you made those too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look into that one. She? Yeah. You don't even know her name. I know her name and I know everything about her. And I know the plans I have for her and this is not a part of it. And this, looking at women in a degrading way, this makes me sad. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I have a habit. I have a habit. Great, all right? admitting it is the first step. Okay, and, I, and I'm sorry about this. I really, really am sorry. And you're forgiven. I'm sorry. No, I, did, I didn't mean for this to happen. I heard I'm, you're I'm, sorry, I'm, and you're forgiven. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? You need to quit that. What? Well, you say I'm sorry all the time. Well, I'm sorry that I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, listen. You've been forgiven. Receive my forgiveness. When you don't receive my forgiveness, you cheapen my grace. And this whole I'm sorry all the time, it, it makes me sad. Yeah, but I... I, I but what? N nothing. 
No, say it. No, I wasn't going to say anything. Yes, no. you were. No, I was not. Yes, you no, were. And now you're lying to me. And when you lie to the Holy Spirit, that makes okay. me sad. Well, I, I, just, I, just say it. No, I wasn't. Say it. There's nothing to say. I dare you. Can the Holy Spirit dare? Just did. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't going to say nothing. Yeah, you were. You were going to blame me. I wasn't going to blame you. Yes, you no, were. Yes, no, you were. What? And listen, you blame me. You blame me. It's crazy because great things happen in your life. I get no credit. Something bad happens, boom, it's my fault. You blame me for things, and it's not me. I didn't do it. And when you blame me, that makes me sad. Okay, you're right. But I mean, okay, but look, look at me. I mean, me, okay? I mean, me isn't a lot, okay? And when I try to go out there and walk this walk of faith, and I look at other people, I mean, look, Ray. Okay, Ray is a great example. Ray, I mean, Ray. Ray has it all together. He's a great leader. I mean, he's a good Christian. He is a good guy. He runs the race. I mean, I mean, when he talks, people listen to him. Have you seen this Christmas card of his family? No, I have it on my refrigerator. See what I'm saying? I mean, that's... I mean, Ray, I, he just has it all together. Everybody loves Raymond, you know? And, and when I look at his life, and if I could just be a little bit more like Ray. If you could be more like Ray, you know who you'd be? Who? Ray. I want you to try to be like me. This comparison thing, that makes me sad. Well, isn't... Isn't that just it, though? I mean, let's just be honest. If we're going to be honest and real, you're just tolerating me. What? Over my past, over my hurts, my habits, my hang-ups, all the things that I've done, you're just tolerating oh, me. Listen, and, and, and catch this. Jesus Christ didn't die on the cross so that I could tolerate you. He died so that this relationship could be repaired. And when I look at you, I see his perfection, not your hang-ups. I'm just worried with my life that I'm going to fail you. Uh, you worry so much. <laughs> I was worried you are going to say that. Listen, when you worry, you're not trusting me. I, I trust you. No, worrying is showing you that I really, 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 really care. No, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do and it doesn't take you anywhere. That, that is good. Do you mind if I tweet that? Not right now. I'm really worried that I'm going to forget that. Okay, all right. Um, search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know, know my anxious thoughts. See if there's anything in me that makes you sad. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. Lead, that's an action word, lead. Okay, so if I do more, if I get involved when I go back home, if I do more things for your kingdom, then I will see your, your, your I will honor you and I will see. What, what, are you, what, what, are you, what are you trying to do? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm trying to get you on your knees. Well, it's not working. Nope. This is all you. Oh, you want me to pray? Yeah. I don't, I'll pray. I don't, that's cool. Okay. All right. A little more. Seriously? Seriously. Okay. That's cute. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you. But see, I think this is really a good emergent prayer stance, okay, because... There's so many things to do, all right? If my, phone, if my phone rings, I'm there. If a text happens, I'm there. I can pray, but I'm there. I'm always ready to go. I'm always ready to go, all right? Always ready to do what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? I didn't create you to be a human doing. I created you to be a human being. I just want you to be, to be still and know that I'm God. Now make this your prayer. Why don't you just put me on my knees? I can, but I don't want to, and you certainly don't want me to. (laughs) Now, make the verse your prayer. Search me, oh God. Know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. Create in me a pure heart, clean up my thoughts. I want to live for you. Show me those things that make you sad and let me just go a 180 away from them and live the abundant life that you have for me and lead me in the way of everlasting life. There is a God who sent his son to die on a cross so that you could have a relationship with him. And the greatest relationships are the ones where people talk to each other. And he longs for you to spend time talking to him like that and listening to him like that so that he can be your God and that you can be everything he created you to be. Talk to him. Thank you. The skit guys, very practical, uh, very down to earth and understanding a little bit more about our thoughts and about our emotions and controlling them and about setting time aside to pray and not always doing and not always being busy. So we've designed the next several Sundays so that we can take a few minutes just in our services where we can put into practice some of these principles where we can set time aside to rest, to breathe, to have Scripture poured over us, and to talk to God, to ask and to listen. And so we want to take time with that. I'll make sure that we're out on time. But just before we move into communion, let's just take time now to rest in God, to put into practice some of the things that we're learning about restoring our soul. We're covered in guck, yuck, and muck. But we're seen by God through Jesus, through his purity, and through his righteousness. So let's take time just to breathe today, to rest in his presence. So if you need to, you can close your eyes, or you can bow your head, or if you're more comfortable by taking out a pen and writing down some notes, if that helps you concentrate, whatever it takes. But let's just take a moment and let's just ask God to search us. 
Search me, O God. Look deep into my heart and find out everything I am thinking. Search me, God. Help me with my thoughts. Help me with my thought life. Help me that my thoughts don't become patterns and patterns don't become habits. Help me to take my thoughts captive. Search me, O God. Look deep into my heart and find out everything that I'm thinking. And help me to think on things that are right, things that are holy and just and pure. Help me to think on these things as your scriptures teach us. Help me to to think on the things that will lead me into paths of righteousness. That will help me to live a life to do things that, that don't make you sad. Just take a moment and pause. Just take a deep, deep breath. Search my heart, God. Matthew chapter 11 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry a heavy burden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and I'm gentle at heart. And you'll find rest for your heart. You'll find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy. My burden's light. Come to me, all you who are weary, all who are carrying a heavy burden today. Just come to Jesus. Take that moment to pause in his presence. Ask him for that rest. Search me, O God. We heard in the video, he said, your heart is a wellspring of life and you should guard it with all that you are. But there's a battle going on for the allegiance of your heart. Search our hearts, God. Psalm 139, 24 says, Don't let me follow evil ways, but lead me in the way that has proven true. Lord, don't let me follow evil ways. Lead me, Lord. Lord, help us with our mind, our emotion, and our will. 
Help us with our thought lives. Help us to have healthy thought patterns that help to restore. Help us with our emotions. Bring stability where it's needed. Bring control where it's needed. Help us with our emotions. And help us with our will, with the, the need to continue doing, to continue to create busyness. That we're crazy busy. Help us to control that. Help us to take time away to pause. And as we reflect now, as we move into communion, Lord, I pray that you would help us to make this a pattern of our day, that we would come away and pause. We take a moment now to remember you, to remember your death and your resurrection and the path that you created that we could have a healthy relationship with you through that relationship, have healthy patterns in our life. So, folks, we're going to take communion together today. If you want, just step out of the, the seat that you're in and go to one of the stations. We have about eight stations in the sanctuary here. Just head to a station. There's one down in the cafe as well. You get the bread and the drink, and then just come back to your seat, and we'll take communion together. But let's continue to be reflective of what God is teaching us through this series. Let's remember that restoring our soul is a necessity. Restoring our soul will give us healthy patterns in our life. And so take a moment just before we take communion and continue to reflect. Search our heart. Help us with our thoughts, Lord. Thank you for healthy patterns that you would establish in our lives. Bring a calmness to our mind, a calmness to our emotions. Thank you for the ability to pause, to reflect. Let's stand together. First Corinthians, it says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread together this morning. Let's pause and remember Jesus today. Remember his life.
Remember his commitment to us. Continue to search us, Lord. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this. Whenever you drink it, remember me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's take this together. We take it, Lord, so that we can pause and remember what you did for us. We participate in this this communion time as a moment to pause, to be restored by remembering your death and your resurrection that creates healthy paths for us to live. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for being a part of our lives. Help us to discipline ourselves to rest in you. Help us to understand the true principles of the Sabbath in our own lives. We thank, we're thankful for this moment to pause. And as we close the service, as we, as we leave, Lord, we pray that you would allow us to be restored, that we might be able to do good in our community, that we would find ways to love each other, that we would find ways to see where Jesus is revealed and to reveal Jesus. Be with us as we go. Give us strength. Continue to give us rest. Teach us, Lord, this week to set a time Set aside time to pause, to allow you an opportunity to restore our souls. We thank you for this day. We thank you for meeting with us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless, folks. Thank you for coming and being a part of the service today. Find time to restore your soul this week. Find time to rest The cafe is open downstairs. If you want to go and grab a coffee, please feel free to do so. Do good, love each other, reveal Jesus. God bless.